Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode, off-season, 2023 off-season episode of the Hashtag Thanks for the Podcast. We're coming at you full steam ahead. Um, Honestly, had I not thought of this podcast topic, I literally had no idea what the fuck we're going to be talking about tonight. Just no clue. No clue. It is absolutely fucking. It's off-season. Bruh, it is dead. Which, to be fair, it it is kind of nice, right? Like, you know, so I've been grinding just just working um obviously you and i still are putting out content um we're still recording episodes on a weekly basis um but it is it has been kind of nice to kind of get that little reprieve but i know that once kind of training camp kind of kicks in and i know that you know once once i'm once i'm back from my vacation next month in Hawaii. It's, 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 it's full. It's full steam ahead at that point, bro. It's, it's no, it's no, it's stopping, race, no, it's be a race to the off season. You know what I'm saying? Like it is. Yeah. I get back on the 25th of July, bro. And that's like, and probably like a, a week or so after that's like the first preseason game or some shit like that, bro. Mm-hmm. So, so we know that this downtime is, is, going to quickly go away june is literally days from being over july is right around the corner but we wanted to record something this week so you guys had anything or had something to listen to and i'll be honest if you if you read the title of this podcast you probably there are probably people who will not listen to it and will not play it just will just be like you know what i don't need That's that not in my life. life i don't need that in my life right and I, it, you know what i get it i get it and had it not been the trip that Ryan just got back from and some, and this kind of goes into the topic, I probably wouldn't even thought came up with this, this, this topic to talk about. But before we talk about the topic, there are a couple of things I, I kind of wanted to mention very quickly. Um, so we're recording this Wednesday night, the 28th. Uh, so likely it's going to be, be posted in the morning, Thursday, the 29th. So at some point on the 29th, I don't know when, uh, there will be pictures posted to both our Instagram account as well as our Twitter account of a project that I have, I sought out, uh, someone to do. Finally got the product today. Came out amazingly. Um, to, to be fair, don't even know what I'm going to do with them. Don't, don't know if they're just going to be, something that just kind of just are as at the house and like whatever, or, you know, something I might use a couple of times throughout the year, but they're so nice. I feel like I don't want to use them too much, but right. um very excited for the finished product. Um, I'm also going to be heavily, heavily, heavily um, promoting the person that did it, promoting their business. Um, 
so people who are listeners of our podcast can reach out uh, to them if you want any specific type of work done. And I'm going to, you know, be leaking their Instagram page, everything. But it was something that kind of came to me. Uh, I came in contact with this person through chance. We, We were out going through touring acting studios for acting classes for my daughter and um this woman had been to show us some of her work just off chance and handed me a business card and i saw her instagram page and saw the work that she did and the gears in my head started turning a little bit i was like okay i think i think we could we can make something here so um Mm. but you'll see you'll you guys will see it um see it tomorrow um after the the podcast episode is is posted um also wanted to kind of hit on as July is becoming closer, our hashtag Saints for the Podcast West Coast Brunch um, is taking place on the 30th of July. So it if you didn't RSVP, it's it. It's it. Nope. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> it's closed. Um, so that's very exciting with multiple people going to show up for that. Very, very excited. That's going to be on the beach in Malibu. But I wanted you, you know, you had vacation with your wife, Bree, celebrating her birthday and her best friend's birthday. You guys were in Vegas, but one of the days you guys drove drove out here to L.A. and you got to see the Pacific Ocean for the first time. Talk, Man. talk to me about it. It was just beautiful, bro, because you got to think about it. We, I landed in Las Vegas like at midnight. And we checked in and literally woke up that morning at 6 a.m. to get to rent a car. Got dressed, boom, headed out to LA. About, you know, Google says four and a half hours, but it was about six hours with the traffic and everything. Long ride, bro. Beautiful ride. I wasn't even tripping on the ride because just the scenery, bro. Like just me, like I haven't, haven't really left the Gulf South. I'm so tired of seeing like the same interstates and trees. And <laughs> I'm just so tired of it, bro. I've seen it to death, like the flat landscape. So driving into driving through the Death Valley, driving through the Mojave Desert, driving into California with all the hills and mountains, and just it's California, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like this is Cali. It is, you man. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you then we pull up and we hit Santa Monica Pier. You know, everybody's seen Santa Monica, the Santa Monica Boardwalk on all kind of movies and TV shows over the years. Iconic. It's, it's iconic. iconic, man. You pull up and it's just, I couldn't stop looking like, man, this is, I've seen this so many times in my life and I'm actually here. And it was packed. As know, always. It just And it was just, it looks like Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Just your skateboarder bros and, you know, a couple homeless people laying out on the fucking beach. You know what I'm saying? And you got your, you know, it just all your people, your visitors from all over. You got the hot girls. You got everything, hot dudes, all, everybody out there, man. It was just beautiful. Walking on that big, long-ass beach. Wide-ass oh. beach. God damn it, take forever to get to, like, the water. <laughs> like, yes. walking forever, bro. I'm like, God damn. I'm yes. too old for this shit. <laughs> and the, the weather was perfect. It was, like, 70 degrees and breezy. Man, well, that, just, to be fair... Yeah, the weather was cooler last week, but also you keep in mind that it's always cooler closer to to the beach. So right, like right, right. Like, like like I'm in the like the valley. So the valley typically runs like I would say anywhere from like eight to ten degrees 
hotter than Malibu, Santa Monica, just because right. like we were like that's in the thinking. fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I'm just just beautiful, just, bro. Oh man, like it was just beautiful, bro. Like I just was standing out there. I walked, did my feet in the water, just like was just standing there looking out, just for probably 15 minutes, man. Just like yeah. so, oh, Breeze just called like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Man, I'm just looking, man, just taking it in, just taking it in." You know what I'm saying? It was just a one day trip, you know. So I just I, when I did it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be back for sure. I can't do just one day, you know. I'm gonna be back in LA for sure, maybe for the Rams game this year. Uh oh, uh oh, see. But uh, it was immediately, I immediately thought, like I said in the Discord, like I see why, you know, some of the people that live here be like they'll never leave, regardless of like cost of living and uh, all <laughs> other stuff that come with California, earthquakes, this, that, and other. They'll never leave. You know what I'm saying? And like just seeing that is like, okay, I get it. I it, get it. I can understand. It, it, it's so like LA is such a and I've been here fuck like 15 plus years. Cause I came out here when I was, I, I forget, I don't remember if I was 19 or 20. I think I was 19 on a Greyhound, all my stuff, and came mm-hmm. out here. But right. Um and obviously there's reasons why. I'm I'm here, like my, my daughter's here, my, my family's here. Um but it's it it's one of those these this is one of those places where once you're here and you kind of become accustomed to cost of living, uh gas prices gonna be higher than anywhere else and, and things just in general are higher. You go try to you go out to have a drink with your with your buddy or your coworker. You might be paying sixteen, seventeen dollars for like a cocktail, like yep. all that stuff. But then it's like shit. Like why do I fucking put up with like I just fuck. I, and this mm-hmm. is comes from someone who was born and raised like in Lubbock, Texas, bro. Like yeah. just like <laughs> a podunk, not podunk, but like a small ass town in West Texas. But it's just like there's so many things that. LA offers that you will just yeah. not be able to find anywhere fucking else. Like right. I know people say like New York in terms of but like I'm sorry, bro, but like going to the going to the Pacific and just being on the beach and just being on the water, it's just man. I, it's just ah it's it's amazing. It's an amazing it's thing. Amazing. Um I said it in the Discord, even as someone who's been here as long as I have, like I and th- I think most Southern California residents will tell you most like we a hundred percent do not take advantage and we take the, we take the beach and we take that ocean for granted because it's yeah. just, it's just there. Right? It's just there. Gonna, yeah, that's like anybody that lives in a place like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like New Orleans. Like when people go out to eat, they like talk about these places. I'm like, man, I never eat there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'd never go right. there because it's just like, I don't know. It's just because I'm from there. I live there. It's just like, I go to the places I know. You know, and it's just it's just different for me, but but yeah, man, it's like uh, it was it was a great experience, especially for me. I just I just because I haven't I haven't traveled as much as a lot of people, so like seeing this Pacific Ocean was just a big thing for me because it's just such a it's such I, I marvel at it just like looking at like Google uh, Google Earth and stuff. I just look at the mm-hmm. Pacific like damn, it's just it's a big ass ocean, bro. Like damn. And, you Bruh. know, and just be on the edge of it to look at it. It's like, wow. Like just China just to give side. you, since you've seen it, going to Hawaii from L.A., you fly oh, over that bitch for six hours. <laughs> it's 
That's all, that's all there is, bro. I don't know if I can do it, bro. I don't know. I would love to go to Hawaii, but I don't know if I can do it, man. It it doesn't. Uh, I mean, here's the thing, bro. If you if you in a plane crash, like more likely you're gonna be fucked either way, right? Oh like, yeah, it's not the yeah, crash but, point. It's just sitting in a spot. Just oh my god, like, just three hours. Like three hours just drives me crazy. So six. Oh my god. But I'd do it. I'd do it for Hawaii. I'd do it. Oh, man, I'll say this, and we we can we can move on from from vacation time. As beautiful as going to, you know, Santa Monica Pier, seeing the ocean, yeah. all that is. Oh man, Ho- Hawaii is like that times like fifty, bro. I can't. Oh, I can already I, imagine. I can. I cannot describe it. Like literal, literal paradise. There, I have gone a couple of places for vacation, and. By far, Hawaii is like if I had just had any place I could go on vacation and not think about it. Let me go to Hawaii. Just let me go to Hawaii. I mean, you're not listening to the people that say tourists shouldn't go to Hawaii. Who's saying? Who's saying that, Ryan? Can is, is there is is there a source? What's the source? Do, do you do you and you and I have been kept called people out on Twitter about this, bro? It was just like. Everyone likes to say that, like, oh, you know, our native Hawaiians, you know, they're, they're people, they don't like tourists to come over here. Who was saying that? Mitch, Mitch, my dude, Mitch, London, my dude. It, it, is that a thing? Like, <laughs> the last time we were in Hawaii last year in July, we were taking a tour, and literally the tour guide, who is a native Hawaiian, said, our state, and, you know, and we're on Oahu, Waikiki, our way of life is dependent on tourism. <laughs> dependent on it. We right. want as many people to come here as much and as often as they can. Because anyway, I'm, that's a we're gonna, you're gonna get me started on the whole. I just don't. I don't understand the whole. I understand it, but like everyone says it, but they can't even show like an actual article that source of an actual. Native Hawaiian person saying that. Like, it's, it doesn't exist, Twitter. bro. I've looked. It's Twitter. Bro. It's, Twitter. it's just Twitter. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Anyway, if someone's listening to this podcast and they literally have, like, an article that says, like, a Native Hawaiian on Oahu or in, in Maui or, or a, like, just opposed to people coming to visit Hawaii, please, please mention us you can dm me the link you can dm it to the podcast Twitter account i don't care but i'll i you know what i'm gonna go by i'm gonna go by what a native hawaiian person told me when i was when i was visiting with my family last last year bro he said please come please because <laughs> I, I asked it bro like i asked it like where is this coming from and you see everyone tweets about it oh okay i can't believe you're going just can't believe you're going to hawaii like no, haven't you heard I found an article. I actually found an article, and it, the article was just posts of the tweets of people saying you shouldn't go to Hawaii. I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> Say shit. Uh, anyway, sorry. Sorry we had to take you down um, vac- vacation time. But without your vacation that you and Bree went on last week, I wouldn't have came up with this podcast. Topic. Podcast topic is as great as your vacation was. You had a great time, et cetera, et cetera. Was in Vegas. This you was living it up like you were in your twenties, just just wilding out. When there there were some bumps and some hiccups. 
course. At the end of the vacation that was almost made the end of your vacation a fucking disaster. Right. Almost. Um, miss Miss Flights. Well, I'm not gonna get into it. I don't, I don't wanna I don't want to re-trigger you, but it led me to think, and I know this is hope season, I know it's the off season and training camps around the corner. You know, we thinking of Derek Carr and all the weapons he got and you know, you know, the defense, DA's showing he's gonna, you know, have a good defense, blah, blah, blah. We just like, oh, this team should win the NFC South, maybe be like a three or four seed in the NFC, like make some noise. You know, sometimes sometimes things don't go how how you envision them, right? I'm sure you didn't envision the end of your vacation in Vegas with Bree going the way that it did, right? You had a different vision of how it was supposed to end. Mm -hmm. So it led me to think, what are some things that could go wrong for the Saints this upcoming season and completely derail their season? I want us to kind of stay away from such and such gets injured, right? Because that's that's, that's an obvious obvious, obvious one. Um, but I will say like, this is an example and it, and it kind of ties into injury just a bit, but the unknown health of Trevor Penning slash him not developing to be a decent starting left tackle is an example of something that could derail the Saints season. Now, derail may be strong because they have James James Hurst and blah blah. So maybe not maybe Darrell is Darrell is strong for for Penny. But I just wanted to put that out as as an example of things that that we're we're talking about. And then so I'm gonna kind kind of keep track of all the ones that we name or that we list. And then at the end of it, I want us to each have a number. We're gonna do each have a number of how many of those things, if it were to occur, that the team would not be able to overcome and would lead to them having a, a non-good season. Because maybe mm-hmm. it's like maybe it's like one or two, but whatever. The rest of the team can still do well, blah, blah, blah. But maybe at some point there's like just a number where it's like, okay, this is too much. This is too much. Okay. So that was my those, we've seen those numbers in the past two years. Like, we have <laughs> Yeah, bro. Um, so that was kind of my first one was the Trevor Penning slash not panning. I won't say not panning out because it's the second, the second year. So that's really unfair, but maybe not developing as quickly as the team would have hoped or him having his lingering Liz Frank or, or foot injuries in terms of him being in and out of the lineup. So that's, that's my first one I'm going with. Um, I mean, just throw out the investment with him. Throughout the investment, just I guess if if he if he is him, like if he could play up to the level that they believe he can be, the gap between that and Hurst is so huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like Hurst is fine. Like Hurst, if we got to go into the season starting Hurst and left tackle, it's not a dire situation. It's not great, but it's not a dire situation. But it's almost, you know, it's like, uh, how far can you go with that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. if Penny is him, if Penny can be the guy that we hope him to be, great at run blocking, solidify that left uh, tackle spot, um, and just be a, you know, be an actual weapon. Like it's very, very 
very uh, rarely you get a weapon on the offensive line. He could be a weapon on the offensive line. You know, just like Teron Olmstead was when he was healthy. And if he could be that, man, that just it just elevates the team so much. It elevates the run game. It elevates the pass game. It just elevates so many things you could do. So it's more like of a like a like an addition. Like if he is that guy, like not having him reach that pinnacle is kind of like a derailment because you kind of put a cap on how good you could be. But then again, on the flip side, is like. I mean, look, do you have to have like a stud left tackle to win the Super Bowl? No. You don't have to do that, but you, you have to have greatness in other areas. You know what I'm saying? Correct. You do. You have to work. You have to like a great quarter. Like Drew Brees was, you know, outstanding at making the old line better than it was. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, we had Bushrod. We won the Super Bowl with Jeremiah Bushrod and left tackle. Jeremiah Bushrod, bro. That was his first year starting, too. Um, wow. So it's it, everything. Yeah, that just everything goes in the play when it comes to stuff like that. But Penny is like really the offensive line, bro. Like that is what I'm looking at. It's like, okay. But I, how that's, I think that's off- a good one. That's a, that's a, that's a good number two. How would this offensive line come together? Because right now it's not healthy. Um, it's like the one thing I'm looking at this off season going into training camp is something that we won't really know the answer to mm-hmm. until probably week one. Um, it's just so key to the whole equation. I don't know, man. Like, I, I just, it's just, it's a big if. It's like a big if question mark. You know, Eric McCoy is the only healthy starter on offensive line. That's we it. haven't had, we haven't had the offensive line as it should be for like two years now, man. Like, it's always it's been a just a merry-go-round of you know musical chairs or whatever you want to call it for the past two years. So we don't even know what it can be when it is fully healthy. You know, we've had you know guys missing out. Yeah, you know, Cesar Ruiz going through his ups and downs. You know, the Ram check with dealing with his uh degenerative knee issue. Um, you know, Pete Pete, you know, Pete just gonna Pete. Pete 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 and they draft uh Nick Salivari or whatever his last name is today, this this year, and he already hurt. It's like we didn't wasn't able to practice a single single time yet, bro. Don't even know what he looked like. Don't even know what he looked like. Now, you know, DA said, you know, he kind of fully expects everyone to be able to like start training cap and practice at training cap except for maybe one player. Um, so I would assume, but like it's it's still kind of like uh, yeah. but I, I agree, O line is, is such a such a huge one. Um just overall. And it's one of those things where it would just be like Derek Carr's best season with the Raiders. He had good to like great O lines, and he just yeah. and you know John, John Gruden and and Mike Mayock, had, you know for at least a, you know for a while they put together really strong offensive lines, mm-hmm. um, like big just nasty interior. You got Richie on, Incognito. Oh, that that I mean that's a great. I mean that's a, such a John Gruden fucking <laughs> signing bro like two peas in a pot um yeah it's, but they probably hung out you, together you, after work but you know it just th- just throwing race racial epithets all over the place bro <laughs> um anyway that said you saw the best the best ver- the best version of Derek Carr when he had a 
good offensive line, if not at times really good offensive line with, with the Raiders and the, yeah. and the Raiders had good, had success and were in were playoff teams and things like that. So that's what you're envisioning. And on hashtag on paper, the talent the saints have on the offensive line is not even close to what the Raiders have. But if that talent isn't healthy, like it, it becomes a moot, a moot point in terms right. of, you you got to be healthy. You got to play. So the offensive line is a huge, huge key factor into into what the season's how what and how the season's going to go. Um, I'm going to kind of stay away from uh, AK suspension, Marcus May suspension, um, and 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 stay away from from that. I'm going to say another thing that could potentially derail their, their season. And it's going to sound weird to say. And, and I, and I, again, I know this, this, this episode is a little Debbie Downer ish. And it's not saying that I think these things, but these are just things, right? But when Derek Carr and, you know, got cut or released from the Raiders, what have you, if you listen to a good amount of personnel, people, in the league that they felt that at this point in his career, Derek Carr was at m- most a high end NFL backup quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Just, you know, he's kind of deteriorated over the years, blah, 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 blah. The Andy Dalton trajectory. Correct. You look at Andy Dalton, he had, you know, he had a, you know, he came in second round, top of the second round, just like Derek Carr. Had a really solid but not spectacular career with the Bengals. And then they just kind of moved on. You know what I'm saying? He, did, he didn't really just – it's not like he just, you know, got like a major energy. And it was just like, eh. He was always kind of QB purgatory. It was like – and they finally got to the point where they could move on. They had a high pick to go get Joe Burrow, and they moved on. Um, and, you know, you can make the case. It was kind of like that with, with Derek Carr. So you know, my my – my my thing is, what if those personnel people were right? Exactly. I don't believe they're right. I, I don't either, bro. I don't either. The eye test I don't. Doesn't, the eye test doesn't tell me that. But it's possible. I mean, look at Russell Wilson last year. Mm-hmm. About the same age. I don't know. It's possible. Like, to say it's not possible... You 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 pipe dream it if you say, but that's impossible. It's possible. I I don't I don't see it again. I watched again. I watched enough of his tape last year, and I was had I had I had a discussion with with a friend, and I was told because I watched more of like early season last year Raiders, and was told that the that. I guess evaluation assessment of him was kind of made like how he looked kind of like midway through the season towards like the end of the season for all intents and purposes. Mm. Um, I I still, and again, maybe it's just because we came off, we've come off of Andy Dalton, Trevor Simeon, uh, Jameis, a hurt, well, a hurt Jameis, Taysom, but it's like, it's uh, Derek Carr can't be that bad, bro. He can't be be that bad. He can't be that bad. Can't be. And it's like, I guess we kind of argued and it gets our point right now, but still, it's like, what would it take for him to to be that bad? You know what I'm saying? 
Like, what would it take for him to be that bad? We watched him in the dome. We were in the dome watching him against the Saints as the Saints pitched the shutout. Saints defense, which has kind of, you know, been up and down to that point, pitched a shutout against his Raiders. Like, what what would what was wrong with Derek Carr last year that if he repeated that same thing this year would cause it to be a derailment? I would say... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Being careless with the football. Mm-hmm. That that like to me like if if he like for whatever reason like whether it's like he's not seeing things or if he's throwing like if he's having games where there's like an interception and like a forced fumble and things like that, and he's like, there's a lot of turnover of the ball. Then I think at that point you have, you have a concern. Absolutely. And I don't like DA, just the type of coach he is. I don't know if he just has the patience for that. Just the way he wants to coach a game. Like you can't, he can't be a huge turnover guy. Like Derek, if anything, he can't be a big turnover guy. Even if he's not producing like crazy, like as far as yards and touchdowns and stuff, if he's putting a lot of turnovers on it, on the board, man, it, it could get ugly, bro. It could get ugly. It, could. it, could get, it can get very, uh, like as far as like from the media standpoint, it can get crazy because, you know, he can get bitched. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. can get bitched because the way they want to play football, it's not like, you know, back when we had Drew Brees, you know, there were years where Drew Brees might throw 18 interceptions, but he was also throwing like 38 touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was like, okay. But if it's one of those things where he's not giving you touchdowns and he's giving you turnovers. That's what I'm oh, saying. Man, you got to get Jameis in there. You got to get then Jameis, you know, Jameis going Jameis. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about just one of those swirling where things just go downhill fast where you don't have a quarterback. And you pay right. one guy, you know, 30 plus million a year. So that would be like the ultimate derailment. Like that would be a disaster. That's that a derailment for the that's the derailment for the season and a derailment derailment for the the future, like the the immediate future of the team. Exactly. Like that's you know, top five pick, everybody get fired, which look, some people kind of want that to happen. You know what I'm saying? So that would end up doing through it would be Crazy, Awful. like it would be crazy, bro. <laughs> it would be crazy, but then okay. I'm, so I'm just gonna say this: it would be. I'm not. I'm not wishing this. I'm not hoping this. <laughs> you already think about draft time next year. <laughs> they got like a top three pick, bro. Like what the fuck? <laughs> top three pick, and you get to keep this roster, and you can overhaul the coaches. Say to the podcast draft meetup coming back, baby. Yeah, that bitch hard in April, bro. See, I'll be in, be in Tennessee, bro. Taking a party in Tennessee. Oh, me, me and in Nashville, we get a top three pick, bro. Uh, anyway, sorry. 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 Anyway, let me, let's work this back. So, so right now we, we have Trevor Penning into like a bigger degree offensive line. 
I said if Derek Carr, excuse me, if Derek Carr isn't the guy, and that just isn't a this season derailment. That's like future, like potential, like long term future success of the franchise derailment. What else you got for things that can derail this season? Uh, one thing I got is, uh, you know, the defense, man. Like we talked all this all season about, you know. Willis defense because it's been on an amazing run as far as consistency. It's been a top ten defense since twenty seventeen. Um, they always figure out even if you know the pressures aren't there, they figure out how to get sacks. Um, secondary has been good consistently for the most part. Uh, we saw some lumps early in the season last year, which I expected, and it got better down the stretch toward the latter half of the year. Um, but look, they lost a lot of pieces this off season. They try, got a lot of young guys coming in. They're trying to fill a lot of new faces, uh, free agents and somewhat, you know, what if, what if the defense, what if I know people don't want to see it because they're so used to amazingly having a good defense for so many years now, but what if it's not that good? We what got, if the defense not that good? We got what spoiled. If, Ryan, what if, what if Tyree, yeah, we got spoiled we, on defense of all places, of all, of all things, bro. <laughs> We got spoiled on people. What if Tyran Matthew, the lumps he showed last year, shows up even worse this year? And he's just old. He's just an old player, old safety. Uh, what if Marcus Major's not good? You know, what if Cam Jordan finally hits that wall? Uh, what if, you know, uh, uh, Breezy is not just, you know, is just a rookie and doesn't produce? What if uh, Isaiah Flockley is, you know, just a second-round pick and, you know, needs time to develop? Peyton Turner is Peyton Turner and does nothing. <laughs> uh, you know, what if, I mean, I hate, I'm not preaching injury, but, you know, you got DeMario Davis and Pete Werner and not much else. I mean, uh, things get a little, things get a little dicey. I ain't saying it would be a terrible defense, <laughs> but there is a path to being not a good defense. There's a path. There is. I don't think that will happen. I don't think it will happen. But there is a path to it. I think they at 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 worst they'd be they'll be an average defense. Even right. with all those things you said, I think it, they would be an average defense. But this is an episode where we're not talking about like at at, at best. Um, but there's some things. There's a combination of things where this this defense can look very old very fast. And I think last year was like the first first season where we saw like shit like the defense can look kind of old bro like don't like demario had a good season but he didn't have a great season we saw some sorry i was about to say chinks in the armor again but i realized that that, that, i'm working on it bro i I just just sorry um (laughs) some some you know deficiencies in his play had some missed tackles and things like that um that was just very unlike unlike demario that we've seen in the past the pass rush was even – like, we saw it, bro. We watched the games. The pass rush was lackluster except some games here and there where, where Cam Jordan went with nuclear and kind of turned back the hands of time. Um, secondary – secondary – you know, we, we saw – we we were complaining about Honey Badger for, like, five, six weeks straight, bro. Just yeah. annoyed as fuck with him, bro. Just for effort, just lack of effort, all that. That to say, 
like I said, I think at at best they would be an average defense. But well, so they got Joe Woods, bro, and I know it's I know it's DA's defense, and Joe Woods is probably more of like a just a yes man. But like if man, Joe Woods, Joe Joe Woods coached a terrible fucking defense for the Browns last year, and you had Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett, man. Miles Garrett, and you had um some blanking on the cornerback from Ohio State that they drafted. Um, oh, uh, it's, uh, it is not coming to me. I know they have Greg Newsom, and that was your. Greg Newsom, I can't. I can't think of who their one corner. Uh, it, I, I got to look it up. It's it, this is how out of football thinking I have been. Uh, yeah, this is. Don't they got greedy? Yeah, they have greedy because he he injured Again. himself. Uh, yeah. th- sorry, this is like actually like absolutely terrible podcasting, like the worst thing you can do. But now it's going to drive me crazy, so I got to find it. They just like he just got paid. I want to say, yeah. But you know, uh, Joe Woods has coached some good defense too, though, man. He had uh, he's at Denver when they had a good defense. Um, Joe Woods. Denzel Ward it wasn't it wasn't coming Ward. to me. It was not coming to me. Yeah, he's you know Joe Woods has some good defenses though, man. So it's kind of a mixed bag, you know. I guess he he kind of goes with the talent, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he was with the 49ers as a defensive back coach, 2019. Uh, uh, defensive coordinator, 2017 to 2018 for the Broncos. Defensive back coach, their uh, Super Bowl year, which they had a really good. Secondary, um, but I think he's kind of you know. I don't know if he's the type of coach that lifts the talent, rather than the talent kind of lifts him. So I think you kind of depending on you depending on you know the talent with the Saints in the secondary to kind of solidify him. You know what I'm saying? And then yes. you look at the D line coach. Uh, was my boy came from college. Um, Blanking on his name. They almost hired him as a DC a couple years ago. Uh, uh what's the Saints D line coach? Man, it's terrible bad podcasting. Um, terrible podcast. <laughs> defensive line. It is it is Ty Grantham. Ty Grantham. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's coaching the you know the defensive line. I mean, I wax poetic about Ryan Nielsen for years. So, like, so me to, for me to just say, like, oh, everything's going to go just fine, is like, that'll be, you know, hyp- you know, hypocritical for me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <clears throat> Ryan Nielsen had to mean something. Maybe Ty Grantham is better. Maybe he's worse. I don't know. We'll see. Um, But the thing is, he has to, like, he has a job to do, especially this season, because he has – you know, young players, young rookies coming in on the D line. He has new faces coming in from different teams. Yeah, he has his work cut out for it, man. They have to produce. They have to. They have to produce like ASAP. Um, so defense being not good is a huge is a huge thing that can can derail this team. Um. I don't know how I don't know if this would derail it per se, but I want to throw this one out here. What if the 
old AK never comes back. Yeah, I thought about that. Um, like you said, I don't know if that'll derail the season because I think they kind of went to this year kind of preparing for that, you know? Um, and I, I think a lot of the national media feels that way that he's reached past his peak. And I think he's past his peak, but I still feel like he got one more in him, at least one more. <laughs> like, I just need to see I mean, you can't deny that he's been used differently in the last two years. You just can't deny it. Uh, you know? I mean, I think the word you mean is incorrectly. Used incorrectly, yeah. Because you just, you just, I mean, you could watch the game and just see it. Like, we saw it every week watching these games. Now, that doesn't mean some things have changed. Like, I just remember games last year. I was like, man, that's a tackle he would have broke. Like, years ago, like, he would break these some of these ankle tackles and stuff like that, but he's just not anymore. I don't know why, um, but I just feel like, man, if you get that dude in space, you throw him a couple passes and put him in routes. I'm not just talking about checkdowns. Like, people talk about checkdowns and throw uh, passes thrown to a running back. It's not just passes thrown to a running back, but it's the type of passes. It's the concepts that he's used in, in the offense. I need to see that. Need it, man. I need it. It, 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 it was criminal that David Johnson ran more passing routes last season than, than AK. That's a, that's a, that's a gross, that's a gross stat. That's a fireable statistic right there. Like, Fi- fireable, Ryan. I saw that and I'm just firing somebody. Pete, somebody, somebody, fire. Whoever Fuck. I see first, fire. Oh, <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. I was like, I, I was like, shit, am I on? On a podcast with Donald Trump, I was about to fucking kick your ass off this bitch, bro. Like, what? <laughs> That's probably how the little analytics dude got fired. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm just coming out of my office. <laughs> um, speaking of that, and I and this is so I to your point, I do agree with you that I don't believe that the AK thing in itself, if he does, if he, the old AK is gone, I don't think that that derails the season. But I will ask you this. If Pete Carmichael mm. maintain like basically does not improve from last mm. season, so he's not better, he's not worse, he's the exact same. Does that derail the season? Yes, yes, yes. that could be that could be what causes DA his job of all things. That could be what costs his job. Is thinking Pete Carmichael could be the one to run this offense. And I'm not saying he is or he ain't. You know, maybe Pete just got so used to coaching. He coached his entire career with Drew Brees. His entire career, even going back to the Chargers as an offensive assistant. That is wild, bro. So he has no concept of, like, playing games that mean something with the rookie quarterback or with the young, you know, developmental quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So I just think his coaching ability is reliant on a veteran quarterback that understands the game. And luckily they got Derek Carr. And I think Derek Carr will provide that. But, you know, what if Derek Carr not enough? You know what I'm saying? What if Derek Carr needs a little more coaching and a little harder coaching like you got from Gruden, you know, to help these things. You know what I'm saying? 
Wouldn't it be funny, bro? They break, they get rid of Pete Bray and Gruden as OC, bro. Don't, don't do it, bro. <laughs> unless, unless you're talking about Jay Gruden, bro. I don't, I don't, don't need John, the, motherfucking. No, nah, don't, don't need it in my life, right? Michelin Lip John, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, like, I don't know who the Saints are trying to fool, and I, and I know it's probably all good intention. Or like, oh, we're we're building in this house because it's like Happy Pride Month, and like we care about like. Get fuck out my face with that <laughs> fucking shit like you, you gonna do this three weeks after you had john gruden in the building and Not he's already good stop it stop it ain't gonna lie bro they bring it john rude gordon will say bad and we cook it right <laughs> don't don't do it don't do it ryan don't do it gonna be cooking boy i'll say Let's let's go back to this earlier this offseason when they were trying to get a new OC, trying to move on from Pete, or maybe Pete had also was like, see, see, I told y'all niggas I didn't want to fucking be OC. I told, I tried I tried to step down. You guys didn't let me. Why why didn't they after they reached out to three different former OCs? And this is you you're only gonna get this information from this podcast that literally is not out there anywhere else that I believe. At that point, if if you saw what Pete Carmichael did last season and you knew he didn't want the job before you gave it to him last season, you saw the results of last season with him as offensive coordinator. And I know that probably there was, you know, the blame was trying to put on the quarterback situation and the injuries and blah, blah, blah. And, and Pete Carmichael probably got some tried to get some, you know, it wasn't all his fault, but it was it was a, at least his fault enough that y'all were wanting to have another OC replace him. Why not just go to Ronald Curry at that point? If all the all the right. other former NFL OC said no, I, I would love to see it. I would love to see it, man. I'm sure Ronald Curry has the same thing. Like you, like damn, bro. Like I couldn't get a get a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, get a shot. shot. Last two games of the season or something. You know, shot. Um. So I, I think okay. So let let. So we're going to wind this down. We don't want this episode to go too long. So we got kind of a combination of Penny not progressing, but slash overall offensive line not playing well, not gelling. Um, we have DA, or sorry, we have the defense taking, potentially taking a step back. Um, what if Derek Carr and the um, demise, quote unquote, or deterioration of Derek Carr is legitimate? Um also throughout there, if Pete Carmichael just remains just how he is, just how he is um, from last season as as something that could also derail the season. So we got basically like four and a half. Any, anything else you want to throw out there before I ask you how many of those can they overcome and still potentially be a successful team? Um. I will throw out if Michael Thomas is again just not a factor. Like not a factor. Just IR whatever. I don't know if it derails the season but man it it, it hurts. You know what I'm saying? Because even though they got a lot of depth at wide receiver man like just the gap between what they can be with Michael Thomas versus what they would be with some of the other players that could probably fill in at that role. 
It's just so huge, which I guess isn't really good because you don't want to have to depend on Michael Thomas going into the season. Right. But just the fact that he's there makes you kind of depend on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. So yes. Um, it's just like it's it's just one of those things where you hope, you know, not that Michael Thomas becomes what he was, you know, back in 2019, but at least just at least just at least be 80% of that, you know, 75% of that. That'll be great. But if you get nothing and he's costing you, you know, money towards the cap, man, it hurts. Well, you could have got, you know, maybe you could have went and got Nuke Hopkins. Maybe you could have made a harder push for Renfro, something like that. Uh, that would kind of hurt. It would. It would. So how many? Okay. So let's let's say those are the five. Um, how many of those? I want to ask you the number, and I'm ask you which. How many of those could could they endure without the season being just uh, derailed? And then which ones? Like which ones to you are just like if if this one thing happens, like there's 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 no chance. I think the ones they can survive. I think they can survive pinning not being him. I agree. I think they can survive that. Um, and I also think they can survive. Um, I think they can survive Alvin Kamara not being, you know, the great Alvin Kamara that we used to. Uh, but with a caveat that everything else works out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if Elvin Kamara not what he used to, but Mike Tom is back, Chris Olave take that next step, he balling out, Jamal Williams balling out, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything else works out, then it's like, okay, yeah. Um, so there's kind of a caveat to that. Uh, the ones that they can't work through, I think, I think if Pete Carmichael, bro, if he's not, if he can't elevate even with Derek Carr, I agree. I don't think there's nothing they could do about that, bro. Like that, that there would be the end. And you know, like we're talking about with Carr, if Carr is literally taking that backslide and just moving into that high level backup area, you know, they, you know, it's just it's just purgatory, then, bro. It's like, mm, you know, it is back doing what Dalton did. Like it's maybe you win seven eight games. You know, just not exciting. You just running in slow motion. It's I, I. It's funny because we're kind of in lockstep. I I don't think they can. I don't think they can take Pete being how he was last season. I I think AK being not okay. Oh okay, old AK is manageable. Uh, pinning manageable. I don't think the O line is manageable. Mm, I will say that. Yeah. I I don't think if they can, if there's like just different offensive line combinations every week and whatever and health, and I don't think they can overcome that. Um, But because that plays in everything else. Like if the offensive line bad, then you put, you question in AK because he's not getting his production and you question in Derek Carr because he's probably throwing picks. So it just, it just makes everything look bad. You know, even if it's even if it's just the offensive line, it'll make everything else look bad. But you don't even know what the source is, right? You can't say, oh, "Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it AK? Is it? Is it?" You you can't 
determine what the root issue is. You know, why isn't Jamal Williams getting touchdowns? Everything will be bad. You know what I'm saying? Um, but again, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go too, too deep into, um, into this because it is hope season, but <laughs> listen to this is like, damn, bro. <laughs> it, it would be the just absolute, just most saint shit ever. If like the shit that we brought up is like every, like at least two or three of those things, like actually take place this season and it derails them. We're just like, ah, whoops, whoops <laughs> are bad. But ew, I don't really believe in that shit. If, if, if it was going to happen, it was going to happen. It didn't matter if we exactly. talked talk about her or not. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, we wanted to keep this one short ish. Uh, do we keep it short ish? Eh, short ish for, for our standards. Um, Getting back to what I was talking about at the beginning, when I um, for the product that I'm going to post um, on social media tomorrow, we do plan on having a raffle for not the ones that we're posting tomorrow, but there'll be a different version of it, as best I can kind of say with keep it without revealing what it is. That we want to raffle either next well not next month um in the month of august or early september right before the start of the season um to be eligible for the raffle you at least have to be a patreon now being a patreon in and of itself um just because you're a patreon doesn't mean that you're in the raffle you you're gonna have to do other things to be a part of the raffle but at least you have to be a patreon to be eligible for the raffle once you see these things posted tomorrow you will say, okay, maybe I, I want those. Maybe not, but maybe you will. Um, I know we're excited about them. Um, I'm excited to show them to to our listeners, show them to our community, um, pump up and give praise to the person that did them. Very excited about it. So be on the lookout for that tomorrow. Once you see it on Twitter or Instagram, like it, retweet it, post it to your stories, do all that. We really, that's what we're really looking for. We really appreciate it. I'm also going to put it on TikTok. Maybe make a little TikTok video of it. Um, even though me making TikTok videos make me feel fucking old as hell. Um, (laughs) but June is winding down next month or excuse me, next week is the first week of July. Um, we want to hear, you know, I mean, I'm sure we can come up with topics, but if you're in the discord or if you're not even in the discord, if you're just on Twitter, if you're not a Patreon, if you just give us some topics, hit up our, our Twitter account, our email, and just throw out some topics of things you potentially want us to talk about for an episode. Also, 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 we have something big, um, that we are unveiling. We have a lot of things going on for the podcast guys or y'all, not just guys, lots of things. So we have, what we're posting on social media tomorrow, but we have an even bigger thing that we're very excited about. I think we're going to try to maybe launch it next week. We just got to work out the kinks and all that, but we'll work on that. So please be on the lookout for that. We will be tweeting about it and it will be on social media all over the place. So make sure when it is up and running, you go check it out with that though. um, We just want to give thanks to all our, Patreons, everyone who supports us. We finally did reach the threshold of 200 plus Patreons. I believe as of right now, we're at 204 Patreons. Um, that was such a huge, huge goal for Ryan and I. And huge. Um, we hit it. 
And we just kind of see this as like the first step, right? We, we, we got 200. Now we want to get to 300. Um, so thank y'all so much for all the support. Um, you know, I, I, I could go on forever, like a big shout out to our dude, Miguel, who was our first Patreon ever, um, yes. has the absolutely most funniest fucking fall video you will ever see in your fucking life. Um, <laughs> fall video, you got the snake on the porch video. <laughs> just the, the Miguel ring videos of his front porch has just become things of just epic. Just every time, bro. Um, but big shout out to our dude Miguel, our first Patreon. Um, shout out to uh, just everyone who has supported us along the way. I would be i don't want to start naming off everyone because i feel we'd miss someone and leave someone out and i don't want to do that but the fact that in three plus years that we've been able to get to 200 patreons and as the season approaches we want to like i i feel like by the end of this upcoming season and obviously some of it's going to depend on how the saints do because that's just how the business is if saints do well People listen to us more. We get more patrons, et cetera, et cetera. If they don't do well, no one wants to fucking listen to us. But if they have a decent season, I think we, I am hoping we can get to be at close to 250-ish Patreons, if not more. That's our, that's my goal. Let's now, in cool. a perfect world, I, I, I want to get to 300 by the end of the season, but them niggas got to win like the Super Bowl for that to happen. So Shit. not impossible, but maybe a little improbable, but I, I, we, we can do it. So Thank y'all for all support. Um, we are trying to continue, continually do things for our community, people who support us. And if you don't support us, obviously you still have podcast episodes to listen to. So even if you are a Patreon, a like, a retweet, um, putting on your story, whatever it is, helps out more than you ever know. Cause all it takes is someone seeing us and, and, you know, following us and, and, and listening to an episode and what have you. And, so that's all we're trying to do is just build this thing and for it to be a bigger and better community um, that we're so thankful to have and to have cultivated. Um, thank y'all from the bottom of my heart, of our hearts. We really appreciate it. We will be back next week. Throw us, give us some topics, hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on Twitter, DM mentions, give us some topics, you things you want us to t- potentially talk about. Don't have to be Saints related. Don't have to be football related. Just give some topics. But if it is Saints related, football related, that's cool too. We'll be back next week. We appreciate it. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. With that, we're out. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.